Hello, Michelle. Hi, Mendo. So today we could uh, uh, we could discuss and review a little bit, have a dialogue um, um, about your journey from from the beginning, from the uh, where you were before, and, and how was your journey throughout the different levels of consciousness? And um, yeah, so now of course it's 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 there has been uh, many profound changes. So uh, would be uh, nice to recap this this journey, how how it went. Yes. Well, when we met. I um I had been doing some emotional healing and that that was going pretty well and it, mm -hmm. doing emotional healing had kind of pulled me into the 300s maybe even the mid to upper 300s which felt really wonderful. Mm -hmm. uh, I had been, you know, that had been somewhat suppressed just through life and maybe some early traumas and even just that beginning emotional release um mm -hmm was being in the 300s felt very good actually it you know i could feel some density had left and it was kind of a, a more happier life it felt and um and that's about the time that i contacted you because that that was going fine but i felt that i wanted more um i was interested in awakening and i was interested in you know uh higher consciousness i had read all of david hawkins books yes uh -huh, yes so so that that was a, a connection we can say how to move upwards through those levels of consciousness yes and that information was helpful to me is mm -hmm. in but there has to be some emotional clearing to even begin to get, have just a little bit more clarity and so that was and i was very interested in those higher levels of consciousness i, I had trouble even imagining them but i was interested and mm -hmm. so i found you at that time mm -hmm. and um and so when we met, the awakening happened pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. uh, it's hard to remember exactly, but into the four, you know, into the inner light awakening and inner wisdom happened um, within a, a few months or less. You know, uh -huh. I, I remember that. Uh, yeah, you you have done uh, some good uh, emotional healing. Um, and, and then, as you know, to make a transformation to a higher level of consciousness, we need to focus on the higher level of consciousness. So it's not enough only to heal at the same level all the time, but to work only with emotions. Uh, so it's important to focus, start focusing on inner light so that this new space, new consciousness opens up. Uh -huh. And how was your um, opening into inner light? How was it different than, than from the emotional side? So it was relatively subtle, but there's a, there's a noticeable feeling of um, there was uh, a greater uh, intuition became stronger. Definitely. I would notice a greater feeling of intuition, um, just more clarity. Um, emotions were still clearing like that same that's always part of it but um it would bring me to a new level of clarity and opening overall um which wasn't happening just doing the emotional work by itself 
So I would say those two things are, are separate almost, you know, but the opening and consciousness allowed more healing to happen and there would just be more clarity. And so more intuition, yeah. more clarity. Uh, maybe more lightness as well. And with that All lightness, you, yeah, there's more there's space. There's a greater feeling of lightness and space mm -hmm. in general. Um, and as and, I went about my day-to-day -day life, yes. And that then allows for, you know, to have more clarity and these emotions to be cleared, you know, easier and, and, and to have a, a larger space, bigger space for everything. It was easier to see maybe what some of the difficulties and problems were without being mm -hmm. so deeply immersed. There was a greater spaciousness and almost separation, you know, from, from just the emotions. Yes, a much greater lightness. Mm -hmm. Yes. And the uh, inner wisdom or the higher self, um, how was for you and, and what was noticeable or, or, or uh, similar or different from inner light for you? Um, it does feel like less immersion in the feelings and more of a, a feeling like I can watch what's going on a little bit. Um, it's not a dissociation. It was more that I could separate myself somewhat from just the, the experiences I was having, which allowed me to, to just see my life more clearly. It, it was sort of bringing more clarity. Um, there was a, a greater feeling of just being connected, like a soul connection overall mm -hmm. um, and 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 as that happened my life just did feel more manageable like on a day-to-day -day level as as emotions cleared as i had a greater clarity mm -hmm. yes yes and then you mentioned witnessing yes so there's less involvement and and uh, or less being in emotions and more like kind of witnessing uh, not only emotions but even your whole self like the body the mind and 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 primarily this inner wisdom is 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 gained by observing the mind by observing the processes Yes, there was definitely not not as much automatically being pulled into everything unconsciously, um, but rather I was more observing the thought processes. Um, there was a witnessing of those and not just automatically being pulled into everything without thinking, you know, mm. it didn't necessarily stop thought processes, but it was interesting to watch them and to feel like there's something witnessing and watching there's a different presence that's not my thoughts that's watching these thoughts isn't that you know it was very interesting to see that yes indeed then it's not about stopping the thoughts you know it's it's through that witnessing um there is less engagement and these processes can can complete themselves more and and thus uh, through the witnessing like seeing things from above you gain more clarity of what's going on. You you gain, well, inner wisdom. That's what it is. Seeing yeah. things, you know, deeper, closer, and, and more from above. Mm -hmm. Yes. 
Okay, and then uh, the, the next step was the, the important one. It was shifting into inner love or shifting into the heart, the spiritual heart. Mm -hmm. that, that was a really nice and noticeable shift. Um, for me, that the, the words inner love were, were good, but for me, it actually felt like an expansion. Um, it was an expansion of the way I felt and saw everything. And for me, on, on the personal level, it involved um, a lot of judgments about things dropping and more and more I could feel a lot of the automatic patternings um, dropping or, or softening. Um, and this felt very good. It and, and the feeling of love would sometimes be then very strong, like the emotion of love, you know, as an emotional feeling, I would get, you know, great feelings of love, but it, it came and went and it was a bit tumultuous, you know, that wasn't very stable yet. Um, for me, it was more of a expansion of awareness. Mm. And you mentioned softening. Yes, that 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 allowed these mental structures to really soften and certain things to fall apart um, as, as in those structures and and this access to love. It, it doesn't have to be always present because, you know, it, it comes and goes, but probably there was an, a, an availability, you know, if, if you meditate, if you tune into it, it's there. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, I did have a lot of rigid mental structures that softened a lot, um, or at least when when I when they came up, it was easier for me just to look at them and not have too much of a judgment about it to, to just allow it to relax. So there was a, a greater relaxing and softening slowly but surely during that time. Mm -hmm. And how was your experience with particularly the, the 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 pink energy of love and the violet energy of healing? That that was very strong during this time. That was where a deeper healing started to happen in general, and it felt like it was safer for it to happen. I felt mm -hmm. like I was somehow protected. Um, and so for me, it, it, um, talking about the pink energy, I, I didn't have a sense of anything that, that visually I could ever see. It was more of a feeling um, of there being a protection that was allowing um, more healing to happen. And I did, there was a lot to heal. It, it, there was a lot that would come up to the surface that would upset me during that time. And then it would clear that would come up again and something else would come up again and it would clear so that that became that just became something necessary during that time for me maybe not for everybody but for me that that was a time where it was safer for certain traumas to yeah to so as, as a loving loving support and and having this safer way of meeting yourself your deeper yes. places yes yes it was a slow but sure you know kind of a constant availability for things to surface and mm. and just to to soften and go they would just go you know mm. certain patternings were really really releasing during that time mm. yeah and then oneness unity was there noticeable difference or slight difference 
it was just a continuation that was stronger. It was, it was really just a, a greater opening. There was a feeling at times of just being much more connected to people and life. But it could come and go as I processed certain, you know, upsets or traumas or certain, you know, that that could kind of slide in and out. And as far as how I felt, um, but it, then it would come back if I was processing something, I might feel like I was going through a difficulty. And then as soon as it went, there would be an even greater, like a, a slightly greater feeling of openness, you know, each time that happened. So it's it was sort of like flexing a muscle a little bit and um, of, of learning how to heal without being overwhelmed and without, um, without too much of a struggle, you know, mm -hmm. so. Um, yes, and then when, when on, a, on a good days, we can say um, a bigger connect, connection, a bigger sense of oneness. Yes. Yeah. Very well. And then it was a, I remember it was a, a, a big preparation as well that we were doing for presence. Yeah, like preparing bit by bit, bit by bit. Yeah, I would ask you about it. It's like, is that going to happen? Like, what is it like? Um, and I felt like it was never going to happen. <laughs> you know, like, I, but, but it is what I wanted. And I had always been drawn to like presence consciousness and had even read so many books, you know, back years, years before. And, and so I really wanted it and maybe even was getting impatient, you know, <laughs> uh, about that. Yeah. And then, it, and then it just, it just came. There were, you know, I was processing, you would tell me that, you know, you're just kind of processing some cycles and uh, of the mind and, you know, the emotions and that happened. And then just one day, um, I, I was just very stably in presence and it was extremely noticeable. Like it was, you know, unmistakable. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, and the presence opens like a big field of, 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 of ability in, in the present moment. Yes, yeah. it was uh, experienced as an enormous relief. Mm -hmm. um, like it's, it, it was an enormous, enormous relief. Um, and I really felt like it was the minimum of how anyone should live as soon as it happened, because it was really like somebody just took and chopped off some of the biggest cords that were connecting me to certain, you know, uh, um, attachments and emotions and a lot was released at that time. Mm. Yes. And how was the, this transitioning true presence? At first I had, at first it was just very nice and I was internally relaxing every day with, with a lot of that attachment being so less than, but everything was normal in my life. You know, I went on a family vacation right at that time. It was, you know, did every normal thing and nobody could have told, you know, nobody could have seen except maybe that I was just slower and more relaxed. But besides that, I was very shocked that it was almost invisible, you know, that something so profound could happen. And that, mm -hmm. you know, you just still just went about your life, you know, it was, mm -hmm. it was kind of fun. And, um, and for me, I had a honeymoon period, I would say with that, where for a few months, probably in the very early presence, I just mm -hmm. really enjoyed it. But even from the beginning, I did notice deeper emotional processes coming up. 
that did not feel that the way that they had felt before. I could tell emotional things were clearing, but I had a huge distance from them. Um, it was almost like they were happening to somebody else. Not really, but it was um, not really a sense of not having a personal self. It wasn't that strong, but the personal self just wasn't highly connected to some of the, you know, deeper stuff that was coming up. And um, and it didn't really interrupt that period of presence too often, but I would kind of slide in and out when I was dealing with something that felt heavy. Um, I, I, I wouldn't feel as peaceful. And then it would I would deal with that and it would come back. And that was just continuing. That just is what the whole presence process was the whole time, really. Um, and and uh, do you remember what was your biggest challenge in presence? was um, trying to be stable as some, for me, which might not be true for everyone, but as some really deep traumas um, that were not available before to process came to the surface. Mm -hmm. And it was hard just to feel stable, which was my most important thing in life is to be stable. You know, it was not okay for life to fall apart or anything like that in my, in my mind. And, and it was interesting to just allow things to process while maintaining a schedule and maintaining life and some heavy things for me, which may or may not be true for somebody else. But for me, I had some things that were, you know, so upsetting, you know, come to the surface. And I even messaged you a couple of times, you know, I need some help. And it was okay. Like you, you know, you checked on me and it, so I felt like the process was dramatically sped up. Like I just allowed some subconscious stuff to come up. And it yes, was and it's it's presence you know, gives access to really deep places, mm -hmm. and and uh, and this is how this capacity grows to meet your deepest wounds, to meet your deepest challenges. And, and therefore, you know, having support is, is, it makes it so much easier and, and, and quicker and, and, and still, you know, everyone still has to kind of go through their, their deepest place. And, and once these key, key challenges are, are, are overcome, um, then uh, like in the mid presence like uh, towards non-duality uh, how was your experience then so there had been a greater strengthening the whole time maybe a, a greater amount of courage all the time you know just to look at things and let them come up and let them go and um so it was gaining courage during that time and i think that was an important phase um as it got more into the middle of of that uh, you know um you know, a number of months into presence, really being willing to to go relatively quickly, which I liked, it just um, became easier. I didn't really notice a huge difference between presence and non-duality, except that it just became easier and easier to see the mental patterns, the attachments, the aversions, all of these patternings that usually are just functioning unconsciously. It just became, it, for me, it became easier to see them. Yeah, maybe there was a, a certain relief from a pressure, like a, like this depth, from a deep pressure, a relief into more lighter way of seeing everything. 
more more so that didn't fully happen in non-duality but it became fairly easy you know to the energies just were not very heavy at that point yes and what was your your sense of yourself it just continued to have a feeling of being um uh, the, the sense of personal self not being so strong because I came to, to see that the sense of myself, you know, was attached to a million things starting from the beginning of life. You know, this is where I'm from. This is my name. This is, you know, a million things, you know, I'm a mom, I'm a this, I'm a that. And the attachment that creates that identity comes from all these things all day long, everything, you know, I was interested in. And, and so as that dissolved and those attachments were dissolving, uh, although it didn't look like it on the outside as I'm still taking care of everything in life, but that feeling of grabbing on and creating an identity from it just continued to dissolve. And it wasn't like I was trying to make it dissolve. It's just that each time I was processing certain things, it just would just certain attachments seem to no longer be there and um so the sense of being such a strong individual person you know um just continued to release and, and i remember as you as we would meet you would you would say that you know in in your life you know meeting these people or those people you would suddenly see that oh this is not touching me anymore Yes. And I had had some people, you know, in my life that had constantly triggered certain trauma, you know, certain family members. And now as, as things happened, as some of the same type of things happened, um, I couldn't find a trigger. You know, there, there was nothing would come up after a while, as, as, especially as I got further, like into non-duality. Um, and so I was really glad to have that barometer. It was always a barometer for me to see what triggers, what triggers me. And so then I came to realize how important it was if you're going to go through this process to, for the most part, keep your life, your family, your friends, your parents, like the whole thing, they're very important. You yes, know, indeed. Yes. Those are the only people who are going to show you what your, you know, what, what's your real progress you. is. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What's going to trip you up and, and, you know, make me feel like I can't believe you said that, you know. Mm -hmm. And so it's, it's these things just dissolve more and more. And so I became very happy to have these barometers. Yes. And how, and how your family did, they, did they notice that you're changing and becoming different? You know, here and there, I didn't talk about it a lot. And I used to wonder when I would read books about people saying that they would not talk about being in presence because there's nothing to say. This is very true. What are you going to say? I don't know. Everything just became very quiet inside. And I don't feel that much attachment. Like, I, it's hard for people to tell because they're still relating in the same way that they always have. I think I, I noticed that I had always seen people through my own conditionings. And people seen me through their own conditionings. But that being said, in my family life, um, I, I calmed down a lot of the rigid expectations, you know, for my children, for instance. And so, of course, that ended up, they noticed that. And it, it began to soften the relationships. Yes. Because, yeah. So, they, so you, I could say they noticed, but they, might, but they don't notice in maybe the way that I, I would have thought. Yes, because the changes is, 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 you know, you're just more here. 
mm-hmm. and, and you're not relating with a story anymore or a role and you're much more here for another or with another. Yes. And, and thus it opens up like a, a deeper meeting. Yes, that's happened slowly but surely. Just literally week by week, month by month, you know, less, less of an expectation of this is how you should look or this should look and just being more present and available. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's very much changes a family dynamic. You know, and yes. I didn't find that anybody had to drop out of my life. I just felt fortunate that that wasn't what happened. You know, it, it just didn't. Yeah. So it's, it's a, you know, it's a wonderful example of how, you know, being fully, you know, engaged and responsible with the children, with family life and, and, uh, you know, all the social connections and and because uh, because you know there's a saying that your your family will see uh, your your progress last mm-hmm. you know, they will see your changes the the last you know because your friends you know may see it very quickly and because you share a lot with your friends but the family they always see you in a certain way and, and yes. uh, so so you know it was a gradual change of way of relating isn't it yes it's really comforting for actually for your family to to see me the same it's this was this was good my life just never changed from from the normality on the outside everything was from within every change Mm. was happening within and then my outside circumstances would change when my energy wouldn't go to um get entangled with certain things that would happen whether it was you know certain social things i'm involved in once my energy stopped getting entangled well then a lot of things just sort of that could have been a negative outcome just didn't really happen in the same way Mm. it was my own energy that was pulling pulling a lot of the things i didn't like and yeah so, so there's this famous Zen saying, you know, that before enlightenment, I was chopping the wood and carrying the buckets of water. And after I was doing the same, you know, so nothing changes outside, so to speak, you know, environment, people are around you, but inside it's a whole new, different thing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. All right. And how was your transitioning into awareness, into into 700s into this lighter state so that that's very noticeable that was very nice and i don't know what i ever would have expected because again i was a reader i used to like to read experiences this was actually just a continuation but it was more vast there is there's a certain vastness and an opening um And I noticed that anything I do, you know, work related or anything just began to flow. I, I just felt much less obstructed in life. It, everything just began to flow. That, that's a good keyword, yes. Because this, uh, uh, you know, l- obstructiveness has gone because it's this vastness, openness, lightness, and this kind of power of life comes back, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yes, it really is. Um, a, it was a greater relaxation. 
And even when I went on walks or whatever, it often just felt like I was flowing through, like life was flowing through me, even as I was doing things and interacting with people. Like I felt often that things were just moving and flowing through me, which, which is sounds weirder than it is because the, nothing changed as far as just having a conversation with anyone or, or anything, you know, mm -hmm. all the things that you have to do, it was fine. Yeah, but, it's, it's the same uh, cup of tea meeting with friends, isn't it? Yes, it's very interesting, but of course, less of a need to make my opinion known or say this or that or get attention in any way. You know, again, the, the personal identity feeling just sort of dissolves and dissolves and dissolves. And um, occasionally I didn't like that because my mind would look for certain things that it tended to get emotional attachment to in the past. But then... I just adjusted to the fact that that's not, I'm not attached to that anymore. And, mm -hmm. and so it, it, it was like a, a difficult for me to just enjoy flowing because you're really, I'm really not used to it. And my mind was really, it took a long time to, to and, slow down my mind, you know. Uh, and, and how, how, what would you say, what was awareness to you? This was um, a, a much greater witnessing where I did not feel like there was really a person, there's not really a person with my name um, witnessing my conversations in my life and my routine. It is like an awareness that is doing these things anyway. Mm -hmm. and, and every thought about it is really an obstruction, you know. Yes, yes. Uh, so this kind of seeing is that the right word would you say it yes there's something else that's seeing there's something else that's seeing the the life that has nothing to do with what you thought of with what i thought it was mm -hmm. which was myself which was so important before you know so what what was your experience of your shift of your self you know from from this, you know, even a soft identity into like awareness, self, what was your experience in, in, in the shift of your position, we can say? I just shifted further backwards in a way, um, as far as like the idea of my personal relation versus awareness, it just shifted further away um, is ba the basic way I could say it. This was actually, for me, a continuous opening. Every level of consciousness was a continuation of what was before. So it was just a, a more openness. It was, but it was much more openness. Yes. And much, yes. much clearer seeing of things without a judgment on it. I, sometimes I could just watch things happening and they were just happening. They, I didn't have to have an opinion about it anymore. There's no opinion to, to really have about it. Mm -hmm. And so that was was more of the seeing that starts even in inner light it starts in inner light but it's too it was too occluded by too yes. many too many conditioned thoughts and so this yeah. was in, inner light is more like some some opening of brightness but awareness is is way way bigger it's way, way bigger. And it was, it was just that I could be aware of my, my full environment, um, in a very free flowing way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, it's, it's no longer that 
I am, you know, you know, participating this and this, but awareness is, you know, well, it's here and this whole experience is in it. It's yes. a radical shift of, of position uh, from where one perceives the things and experiences things. Mm -hmm. And then stepping forward into uh, this, well, what's called the void or unknownness. Yeah, so that is actually a very good word for it, unknownness. Um, mm -hmm. I, di I did, when I slipped into that, I had a few days of fear that, um, of because I really felt, because even in awareness, I still felt like I, I knew a lot of things and something just really, I entered a different space that uh, I was leaving behind. I didn't realize how much I really actually was still clinging to a lot of things I felt I knew. And I, I could feel I stepped into a different space. It was not visual. There was no visual void. It was not like that. It was a feeling that I had stepped into a space where a lot of my thoughts about anything just fell off a cliff. Like I felt like I didn't know anything. But I knew everything I needed to do all day long. I could write anything. I could work on anything. So this was just a feeling of my identity really. And what I thought I knew about myself and other people um, almost falling into an abyss and I think I had a few days of fear you know um, yeah but but it's it's not a, it's, it's, it's not a big fear isn't it it's not like a big thing really like, it was very in the background it mm. was a very little it lasted four or five days because uh, I don't know what happened it was very minor I spoke to you about it um, it was a very minor um, version of presence where you're kind of doing that deep scrubbing. Mm -hmm. So I could feel that a lot of unconscious stuff was coming to the surface, but I was so separate from it that that little bit of fear that I felt was um, it's very yes. background. It was, yeah, it's, it's, of... it's, it's very common like to experience this void as, as a continuous falling off something. Yes. But if you become familiar with that continuous surrender, that's mm -hmm. a good word, surrender, it becomes quite comfortable and pleasing, you know, just to fall, just to surrender. Yes, I think I've had some trouble all the way through with surrendering, so somebody else could experience that very differently. It took me about five days to just mm. surrender. It's like you can, you can just fall backwards, you know, into yeah. yourself. It's okay, uh -huh. you know. You don't yes. have to you don't have to hold on to anything yes yeah. yes yes and uh, you know the the great void or unknownness is a little bit similar like like presence these you know this deep present space but it's it's you know a lot easier isn't it it's a lot easier it's not oh, so yeah. challenging oh no but it's much bigger as well Mm -hmm. yes. yes so so my you know usual suggestion is is for a person to just to familiarize with not knowing mm -hmm. just to become comfortable with not knowing just to become comfortable that there is no nowhere mm -hmm. yeah because knowing any any amount of knowing even how subtle it is it still carries a certain substance, a certain mm -hmm. weight to it. Mm 
And it's just nice to become lighter, to rest from knowing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, from knowing anything. Mm -hmm. and, and this familiarization, um, you know, is, is, is a very nice way to ride through this void. Yes, it's been pretty easy. I do, I do feel like there's, um, there's been a couple of um, very deep, what would I say, more of the root of, of some of the difficulties I've had, but it just doesn't feel very traumatizing for them to, you know, come to the surface. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's, it's, it's very kind of quiet. This has been a very quiet space. It's, it's yes. very, like, it's been, it's been my second level of, uh, relief you know i had a relief in the 600s and this has been you know okay. it's a very absent space it is it's been a relief because a lot of what i thought i had to know all the time could just mm. and then drop just drop mm. yeah so it's amazing how much even even as the consciousness opens you're still holding on to things you know you, even when i didn't feel like it in awareness i didn't feel like i was holding on to much Mm. but when you move to... forward you know then you recognize oh so there was a lot of knowingness kept mm -hmm. there yes mm -hmm. yes so i have gone through a little phase of um just just going with that and not even trying to keep up my same interest in some of the things that you know i used to like to read about with uh you know ascension and stuff like mm -hmm. i think the interest will come back but there i've had a feeling for a while of I don't have to know what's happening I, for now. Mm. I don't have yes, to know anything. Yes, yes. I don't have to. It's very relaxing, isn't it? Like <laughs> I, I don't have to. You know, I just don't have to. I don't have to know these things. I don't have to do everything. So it's created even, I think, within the family life also, even mm. then, a greater relaxation. You know, um, in my day to day life. Of yes. The control dropping and dropping more and mm. more. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, and and um, uh, and now just uh, one more step forward into divine union or grace. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. yes. How how is how is your experience towards that? Um, I can feel the opening. It's almost like right in front of me, and I could feel it sometimes. But I'm not as worried about it because uh, because I've I've noticed when the you know, when the day comes, so to speak, and it seems to be the, it's the surrender, you know, for each thing, there's enough of the surrender plus the grace that just allows it to happen, you know, mm -hmm. and the support, you know, you're giving me a lot of support. And then eventually enough falls off that what was veiled before all of a sudden is there. So I can almost feel it. It's like this close and mm -hmm. I kind of dip in and out of kind of that, uh, kind of a very beautiful feeling. It's, it's yes, very yes, open yes. and beautiful. It's, it's like a, like a, like yes. smelling the nectar, you know, it's yes. like. <laughs> yes, it's, it's right there, you know, uh -huh. but I can feel there's, even now there's things that are still uh, in this void space that are still processing and mm -hmm. kind of falling off. Um, yes, because now you're in, in, in this in the middle of, of this process towards the, the divine union and it's like, uh -huh. but it's already uh, kind of sensible, seeable, yes. uh, in a close proximity, uh -huh. and thus it, it, it provides a support to start stepping out of the void. Yes. Uh -huh. yeah. 
yeah, this beautiful grace kind of descending and like, oh, it's, it's all beautiful. It's all good. Yes. Yeah, what a beautiful journey uh, up to date, and uh, and it's it's a you know a, a very beautiful example of 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 living you know family life you know being a mother having two daughters and and you know a, a loving husband and you know just just being in the family and going through all this journey uh, within and and just making family life you know more um more more present more closer more uh, more connected we can say yes so how would you describe like the, the overall uh journey up up to now like a big summary we could we could say this has been this has been for me the the most important journey i could have ever taken and this um, I, years ago, when I heard about opening of consciousness, I could have never imagined like how to do it, so to speak, so to speak. So this has been much easier than I would have ever thought to, to open um, while, while not losing everything, which was sort of my fear in the past. Oh, do you lose your job? Does, does your husband or wife leave you? Does everything fall apart? So it's been very interesting to see how... Um, spirituality is really just a dissolving of the structures. It's really not anything that I had been following before, you know, of all the, the various new age things, although those can be helpful too, but I'm just saying it's, it's the dissolving. This has been a continuous dissolving of, yeah, um, of structures, of fears, of fears of and structures uh, for sure. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, and, and even, you know, that, that personal identity, which is very wound up and in, in many, many things. And so I, it's been a, it's been for me a pretty, a pretty fast journey, but however, whatever speed somebody went, that's, it's, it's the most wonderful thing to let all that go. You know? Yeah. To disentangle this identity from all these complications and stories and attachments. Yes, because I, I felt like I was jumping from one to the other all my life. I, I jumped from one identity to the other. You know, you work at this job and that's my identity. And then I do this and then I'm a mother and that's the identity. And, and it's re been really nice to drop, um, especially the, you could say the trauma, even when somebody doesn't have a bad childhood, I came to learn that you, that there really is a lot of trauma, even just living in this world, you know, and it's like a huge relief to. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And it's very liberating mm -hmm. to, to release all of that, to let that all, um, you know, disentangle and, and disattach and, yeah. and, and being so. more of yourself, more of your, liberated self more of your free self yes and and for me that was important I, I that is what i wanted and and it's you know led me to become healthier physically because i don't have the constant adrenaline rushes from the stress and the fear mm -hmm. of the many triggers you know in my everyday life even just hearing the news you know could, mm -hmm. could trigger me and it would trigger you know, it, it, it really wreaks havoc on, on the hormonal system, on your entire body to constantly be triggered. And I came to realize my whole life was one big trigger, you know, after another. And so as each of these have dissolved, 
And, and as I find myself in the situations where there's not a trigger, it's like this is relaxation, you know. Mm. It's just a major relaxation and yes. uh, that's a huge relief. Yeah. yeah, it's relaxing into yourself, relaxing yeah. into yourself. Yes, that's 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 actually a good recap. It is a progressive, <laughs> yeah, that's good. It is a progressive relaxation into, into yourself. Yes. <laughs> yes, yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. And it's worth the time. Like it's totally like what else would I have been doing for a few years? You know, I was I would have already just been doing my stuff. So it's you know. Uh, yes. the time is was going to pass anyway and so this has been the best thing i could have done so far mm -hmm. so yeah